Well, hello there. Welcome to the SPS podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a fantastically useful question. And that question is, what if this was easier? What does that look like? What does it sound like? How does it help you? Let's find out. Let the credits roll. Welcome to the SPS podcast, the self-performance strategies podcast. Unlocking the secrets to success and the secrets to performance so you can improve yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. The SPS podcast is brought to you by the Pro Accelerator program, specifically designed to help business owners and business leaders save at least 10 hours a week while improving their freedoms of time, money, and purpose. If you're interested in finding out more about the Pro Accelerator program, check the show notes or head on over to stephentimony.com. Let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in episode 28 of the SPS podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate you listening to this little podcast of mine. Well, in this week's episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite questions, and that is what if this was easy? We're going to Start with a little quote, we're going to tell a little personal story, and then I'm going to break it down how you would use this question in your life, as well as five simple strategies that highly productive business owners use to make their days easier. So a little bit of a double header here, I'm going to talk about an idea, a question, and then I'm going to give you five ways that actually you can make your days easier in your life. But let's start with the quote, let's start with framing the conversation. And this week's episode, I'm going to use a quote from a gentleman called Thomas Fuller. And I love this quote. It's simple and it's eloquent. It says, all things are difficult before they are easy. So true. So true. When you start doing hard stuff, eventually that hard stuff becomes easy. The more you train, the more you write, the more you learn, the more you take action, the more you move towards your goals, the easier it becomes to do those things. Any habit that you're now really good at, there was a time when you struggled with it. I can look at journaling, I can look at exercise, I can look at meditating, I can look at healthy eating, I can look at writing online, I can look at many, many, many things that I used to struggle with when I first started them, and now they're things that I do on a daily basis, and they are easy, they're part of my life, but they were once hard. So it's a great quote from Thomas Fuller, all things are difficult before they are easy. But let's talk about this question that I set up. You know, if this was easy, what would it look like? Not going to lie to you here. This is one of my favorite questions to ask myself. There was a time not so long ago I would get frustrated really quickly. While I still get frustrated, it doesn't happen as often. You know, in traffic or at work or just in general life situations, I, I would just find it easier for me to like get frustrated and annoyed and maybe even blow up a little bit and and not really regulate my emotions. Obviously, I've talked about stoicism before, meditation and journaling, how they have helped me get over this. But really early on, this question also became very helpful. But it was a struggle to overcome this. I, you know, I've, I've overcome it for at least a decade. But in my 20s, small things would piss me off in my early 30s as well when I was developing myself. You know, from technology not working to having bad days playing sports, something would not go my way. Then you know what happens when, when you're in that sort of spiral. You would get worked up. And then because you get worked up, more things 
would not go your way. You would end up <laughs> in, in a more difficult situation. It's happened to me in work situations. It's happened to me in life situations where you get angry at something, you get frustrated at something, and then your anger and frustration makes you do something that then creates a knock-on effect. You say something stupid to somebody or you do something stupid, you try to force a situation, and because you lost control of your emotions, even if it's just a little bit, and uh, say something snarky, you know, you, you, you spiral down this path where you just end up creating a bigger mess for yourself. You've been there, I've been there, we've all been there, we've all hit that spiral, we've all gone downhill real quickly. And that's why it's important to have systems, questions, processes that allow you to snap out of that spiral. And this question definitely has helped me in my past. Now, I was already into stoicism, I was already into meditating, I was already into journaling, I was getting much better at this before I heard this question. But one day, probably, I don't know, 2013, 14, nearly a decade ago, I was listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast and he talked about using a simple nine word question to frame how he would approach things. And he would say, if this was easy, what would it look like? Now, for some reason, I was in the right mind frame. That question hit me right in the brain box. The cogs started turning. The, the old cogs, rusty, you know, that you could hear the creaking going on in my brain. And I thought, could this work? Could this pull me out of frustration? Could this help? Could this be something layered on top of my journaling and my meditating and sort of my stoic ideas that could actually be useful out in the field, out in the practicality of life and in the moment? Could I say this to myself like a little mantra or an affirmation? Would it work? So yeah, I decided to give it a try. And later that week, I played in a reasonably competitive game of football. You know, At that point, I was probably still playing all ages. Now I'm playing over 35 in uh, in Vancouver where I live uh, in the in the older age range because you know I, I I'm in my early 40s I don't want to be competing against guys in their 20s you know there is there is a, a slowdown in the body but when I did this I was probably in my early 30s and I was still playing all ages and and in that game I remember you know after listening to that podcast and then trying out this idea a few things went wrong early on in the game my touch was off I felt tired my legs were sluggish I just didn't, just didn't get into the right energy in the match and I could feel myself getting frustrated and then this idea popped into my head oh yeah I remember I was gonna I was gonna try this I was gonna repeat this thing to myself and I, and I said to myself what if this was easy what would I be doing what what would I be doing if this game was the best game that I'd played how would I be feeling what would be happening and then instantly I thought well I'd be playing with a smile on my face so I removed the frown I'd be light on my feet, so I just sort of bouncing around a little bit on my toes, get myself light on my feet. I would control and release the ball quickly, so that the next couple of times the ball came to me, rather than actually trying to do something with it, I, I picked a player that I just wanted to pass to really quickly, one touch, two touch football, got rid of the ball really quickly and got into the game, got into the groove, did something positive with my actions. And I would know where to be in the pitch, I, I'd be in the right space. So I just started lifting my head up, looking around, and I can remember repeating what what would this look like if this was easy? If this was easier, if this was easier, what would I be doing? I just kept repeating that and I kept thinking to myself, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd just be flowing with things. I'd be, I'd be going after things. I'd be smiling at an opposition when, when they leave their, their their foot in or you know when they give you a little barge in, in, in soccer. It's a competitive sport still, thankfully. And and it worked. It actually worked because I, I started to feel better. I, it pulled me out of the frustration spiral. It pulled me out of getting angry at the situation. 
and I ended up actually playing pretty well. You know, I, I didn't do anything amazing in, in, in the game. It's not like some Disney movie or, you know, I, I went on and scored a hat trick and, you know, and people were cheering me off the pitch. No, no. I, I just remember finishing the game, played well, thought I, I, I contributed quite well. And then it was in my mind and it was like, man, I actually worked. That actually helped me uh, overcome the frustration. So over, over the next coming days and weeks, it became a mantra, mantra in my head. What if things were easier? What if this was easy? What would this look like if this meeting was easy? What would this look like if this conversation was easy? I started thinking about it in all areas of my life. And as frustration started to boil up, I would ask myself the question. And as I said, in meetings, writing content, in, on sales calls, talking to people, doing chores, I started asking myself, can I make this easier? Because that's the next step, is if you're mentally in the right space, if you're mentally prepared to look at how you would perform at your best levels, then you start getting outside you and you start thinking, well, can I make this easier? Is there a way for me to approach this whole day easier? Is there a way for me to make this whole process easier? It, it eventually started to develop into this sort of personal belief and personal idea that I actually discuss with my clients to this day. I actually talk about this. There is always an easier way. That is one of my beliefs, that there is always an easier way to do things. There's always an easier way. It's not always easy to find, 100%. It's not always easy to find, but I genuinely believe anything that you're doing right now in your life and you're struggling with or anything that you're actually quite good at, there's probably an easier way. You know, you could automate it, systemize it. Whatever that is, there is always an easier way. I think we can always keep getting better at things. So thinking like this has helped me improve my results in many areas of my life. In fact, it's one of those ideas that led me to coining the term tactically lazy because I, I, I think about, well, if this was easy, how would I get this done quicker? If this was easy, how could I do this without actually putting a lot of effort in but getting a lot of results? You know, how, how do you use leverage? And that's a good question. You know, how, do, how can you be lazier but get more results? And that's where this question led me to. It's, it's a number of other questions that I use in my life to think about things, to create leverage, to do less work but get more results. So I, I want you to think about that and ask yourself today, the one thing that you do after you listen to this podcast, if it's the only thing you do, ask yourself today, if this was easy, what would it look like? And just use it everywhere in your life. Now, I said at the start of the podcast, I was going to discuss five simple strategies highly productive business owners use to make their day easier. And I'm going to jump into those right now. If you're busy all the time, but you never seem to produce results, it's probably because you're not creating the right momentum for your success. Success does not have to be an uphill battle. Most people feel because they're working harder, not smarter. You've heard of that term before. I didn't quite understand it. A little story about that that actually helped me understand it. When I was selling suits many years ago, a top seller pulled me aside and they quite simply said, look, it's easier to sell one $5,000 suit than it is to sell five $1,000 suit. That's working smarter. Now, if you go after the big fish, you might have to hit one or two big fish a day to hit that big sale, but you're going to be in a much better mental mind state, fresher than you would be if you're running around speaking to 10 or 15 people to try to sell to five people for the $1,000 suit. So less amount of work, a little bit more leverage, making it easier in yourself, but making bigger results or, or the same results, but less work. And that's how I think about working smarter, not 
harder because you don't want to work 80 hours a week to get the results that somebody's only working 10 hours a week. That's not <laughs> this bad math. So these five strategies I'm going to discuss, you will make success in life and business easier if you follow these frameworks daily. Now, you will have heard of one or two of these, but they are worth telling or hearing or listening to them again because they are essential, essential. Know your best hours is the first one. You do your best work when you feel most energized. It could be early in the morning. It could be late at night. You have to figure that out for you. But your best hour for one type of work is not the same best hour for another type of work. Let me explain that a little bit further. Complex spreadsheet work, complex uh, deep work. I've got to do that in the morning. That's when I'm best at that. Creative work, pulling ideas together, having some fun, brainstorming, I am great at that in the afternoon or the evening. Doing that first thing in the morning, I'm still okay at it, but I'd prefer to be alone doing deep work and setting up my day and I feel like I've got stuff done. Then that allows me to be creative in the evening. Trying to be creative in the morning when I still know I've got to do a bunch of stuff, it gets in the way of my creativity. So that's why knowing your best hours and knowing what you should be doing the different type of work that you have in your life is critical to making your life easier. The second one is allocating your energy. You have limited energy each day. Don't waste your high energy on emails, chores, wor worrying, you know, thinking about things that you can't control and notifications and just dumb shit, as I call it. the low value, dumb shit stuff. Do your most important work first, get to the most important results that you need to get and put important in front of urgent. Urgent's never important. Very rarely is anything urgent important. So make sure you allocate your time well because it's all about energy management. You want to put your high energy into your proper work. So you combine those first two points together, knowing your best hours and allocating your energy, you will be unstoppable in your business and in your life if you can get those two right alone. Okay. The third one is avoid choice overload. This is very, very important. If you want to make your life easier, Stop having 400 things on your plate. Remove 99% of stuff. Too many options leads to procrastination. Too many options leads to overwhelm. Not being decisive about what you're doing right now in the moment is killing your success. To make that a thing of the past and to get after your big goals, make sure you have three key priorities a day. Give yourself plenty of slack throughout your day and build in time in the morning and the evening for reflection so you can assess, test, learn, adapt, and go again. You do more by doing less. You make your life easier and you get more results by doing less each day, but focusing on high leverage, high value, high dollar activities. Going back to the story, you're selling the $5,000 suit once, not five $1,000 suits throughout the day and getting tired. Remember that. Smarter, not harder. <laughs> the the fourth one I want to talk about is removing distractions. Pretty straightforward. Just get, get rid of all the dumb shit. Get rid of the, the, the dumb stuff, the dumb shit that derails your days. If it's Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Netflix, watching the news, sports, whatever it is, remove that stuff from your key hours, from your high energy key hours. Just get rid of it completely. Uh, they say it takes about 15 minutes for you to get back into the zone after a disruption. There are people who I've worked with that I don't think are ever out of disruption in, in the corporate world. If you're a business owner and you're online, if you're on 
Twitter, you're on Discord groups, you're on Telegrams, you're in all these different places. You've probably got notifications going off all the time in the background and distracting you. You want to remove all those distractions because those distractions are stopping you from getting to your key goals. Make sense? Of course it makes sense. If you can't remember the last time that you were able to spend half an hour without a distraction, you've got a lot of work to do. So start thinking about that. And then the final one I want to talk about to make your life easier is to create runways to flow, to create runways to deep work. Make it easier for you to get to the big work you have to do. Make it easier for you to actually get to the stuff that matters. Flow and deep work is essential if you want to produce high quality work. And you've got to have a process that allows flow to happen each day. Now, you can use music, meditation, journaling, or breathing techniques, or a combination of all of those to get you into flow. Personally, I use music and breathing techniques, a little bit of meditation for a minute or so before getting into work, uh, getting down to it. I have playlists. I have different music for different times of the day that help me. I have all these different techniques that I use and use quite regularly to get me to doing my work. Now, in the morning, if I don't have any distractions, I don't need the music. I've already meditated and journaled first thing in the morning and usually the first hour or so in the day, my willpower is at its highest and I can just get straight into deep work. But in the afternoon or the evening, you know, when you've been awake for a little bit, your willpower's you know, lowered, you haven't got the same strength, that's when you need these systems in place, the breathing techniques, the meditation, the journaling, having specific playlists that you use over and over and over and over again to do deep work. Now, for me, I use Max Richter's uh, Vivaldi Four Seasons Recomposed. I've used that. It came out in 2014 or 2015. I've been listening to it since it came out. When I put that piece of music on, my brain knows it's time to focus and do work. I have listened to that piece of music so often it's triggered my brain into that action. I try not to listen to it at any other time in my life than when I'm actually doing work. It's not a piece of music I listen to to enjoy, even though it's a beautiful piece of music. I try not to even listen to the Four Seasons original anymore unless I'm doing work because I want that piece of music to remain high focus work music in my life. So my brain hears it, triggers it, boom, let's go. So yes, create runway to flow, create runway to deep work and your days will be easier. Remember, simple shifts make a big impact. You can make life easier on yourself by using these simple techniques on a daily basis. If you can take a step back and spend time creating systems and processes that allow you to do more work in less time, with a little bit of work up front, you will save hours and you will produce better results, you'll make more money, you'll create more freedoms, you'll have a better life, and you will just really enjoy the fact that you listened to the 28th episode of the SPS podcast with me. Go make your life easier. Thank you very much for joining me for this episode. If you have any questions at all, get in touch with me. Hit me up on Twitter at Stephen Timoney. That's at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y or slide on over to my website at stephentimoney.com. Hit me up on my website. Hit me up on my socials. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And as I have already said, go make life easier and make it a good one.